the I Am A podcast with Loretta and Bianca. Stories, advice and discussions to resource, encourage and support independent music artists. Some independent artists see having a manager as a badge of honour. But when do you really need a manager? How do you find a good one and what do they actually do? Our co-founder Loretta runs Safe Music Management and manages fellow co-founder Bianca Rose. So on today's podcast, we share our experience and advice on management. One of our most popular videos at IMA, well, certainly the one that we had the most feedback from and questions and people just saying, I really have never really understood that. And that was so helpful uh, was the video on management. Um, It's obviously something that a lot of artists have a lot of questions about. um, And we've learned a lot about it, both of us, the hard way. Um, It's it's a fun ride. So we thought we'd talk about that today. I mean, and it it makes sense to talk about it as well, because you're a manager, you... um, you was you've been on that journey for quite a while but now you're like really busy with it and you manage me yay (laughs) and some other artists too awesome artists so um just be great to get your your nuggets and your insights my nuggets and i'm sure um well i know you've got loads as well that you've learned as well through through management a few few stories you know (laughs) (laughs) i think like everything for the independent artist everything's a bumpy ride none of it's a straightforward uh ride It's, it's all a journey and that's the beautiful thing about it but we often learn things the hard way um in terms of how I got into management, maybe I'll, I'll yes, talk a little bit about that. So my background is as an artist, as an independent artist, worked for many years as a session singer. Um, I've been a, a dancer. Um, I've been in bands, a girl band, really cheesy, poppy girl band. I've been in a band with my twin sister. Um, I've done all sorts of, of performance. Um, then I decided I was going to try and get a real job, <laughs> <laughs> try and get away from music. But of course, you, you you can never give up music it doesn't let go of you um so i went back to university to do a degree in um professional and creative writing with media arts with the idea of going into tv um and i just did had to do a taster course in radio as part of it had no interest did this taster course and absolutely fell in love with radio changed my whole degree to specialize in in radio and ended up actually getting a first in that degree in the end and I'm basically I've, by the way well because i've got a big mouth and i love talking <laughs> don't i and it's just talking and really Um, So I went into radio. um, But of course, as I said, music never leaves you. So I was still doing music at the same time, probably had that thing that we've talked about a few times at IMA that am I an artist can I say that being an artist is my job so you'd always put that across as if it's your hobby and then you know my my job because it was what I got paid for the most was radio really Um, but in with that always had a passion for encouraging artists so I started a radio show uh, called Unsigned which was for independent artists to showcase independent artists again because on the gigging scene myself I met so many amazingly Mm. talented artists that just because they weren't signed weren't getting necessarily getting any radio play now today we've got brilliant things like BBC introducing which literally help those artists for the same reason so in my corner um, at the radio station uh, that I worked at I decided to start this show especially for that and I absolutely loved it and I'm doing it still doing it now I've been doing it for nine ten years maybe wow yeah gosh um and 
Each week now, I meet amazingly talented independent artists who come through the door. And when you interview someone, you learn a lot about them as an artist. I often get people who have sent me music and if I think it's good, then I invite them on and often they'll come on to do a live mm. performance as well. And in the course of interviewing, I would all often say to artists, great, you've got this amazing EP you've worked really hard on, so what are you going to do next? And I was so surprised at how many people say, oh, I don't know, really, I haven't really thought mm. about that. Because as an artist, they put so much into writing their music, recording it, getting it out, they're like, phew, there it oh, is. Oh, it's such hard work. So much hard you work. You just don't realise And it's I understand that. Begun. And you just, you could see that they felt like, I'm finished, I've, I've yeah. put it out there. But to me, I was like, what a waste to have this amazing music, but you have no plan to get it out there far and wild to, wide to service it, to, yeah. to make the most of it. And that's not necessarily wrong if you've done a project just for you and your measure of success is, I just want to know that this is out there. It's been more about the journey for myself. But if somebody wants their music to reach as many people as possible, which most artists do, um, then you need to have a plan. So often I would give advice um, if I was asked. You can't just kind of say, yeah. by the way, you should do this. But I genuinely enjoy giving advice. I, I genuinely love helping people to map out a path to reach their dreams. And I we never find this easy for ourselves, but for other people, I just find it so easy, especially mm. when I meet someone who's so talented. I'm like, you could do this and you could do this. And I also love connecting people. I've been doing music since I left school, since wow. before I left school. And I hadn't realised how much knowledge I'd accumulated over the years, but also how well connected I'd become. Um, and I love saying, oh, I know this guy that you'd be great to work with this producer or why don't you? I know a photographer. They'd be great for you. And I just naturally became known for being someone who would do that. And um, it came over the years that a few people would say, oh, you should do management. And I'd always say, no, I'm not a manager. I'm a creative. I, and I'm, I don't really enjoy admin. And no, no, I, I couldn't do that. And I think I felt unqualified because I had done no degree in management now, of course you can get degrees now but very recent years you can even get a qualified a qualification yeah. and that sort of thing um and then a series of events happened when I got asked by a few artists to to manage them and again initially I said no and then a friend challenged me and, and said um well, why don't you want to do it and I said well I, I'm really I really enjoy mentoring people and giving advice so I'm happy to do that and they pointed out well isn't that what a good manager should be anyway? Mm. A mentor and somebody who helps you to, to, to get your plans. Yeah. And I suddenly thought, if I think of it that way, I can do it. So I decided to start it. And I was looking for a new challenge anyway. And I realised that actually under that umbrella of management was all of my skills brought together and all of the things that I enjoyed. So I tentatively started uh, with one artist, then two. Uh, and pretty much felt overwhelmed at the time because I was still working almost mm. full time in radio. Um, fast forward to today and I, I'm managing four artists full on and consulting and giving advice to many artists. And I don't feel overwhelmed. I'm very busy, yeah. but I absolutely love it. So that's kind of how I came to, to doing it, really. And I still have days when I feel like I'm making it up as I go along. It's been a very steep learning curve and I still sometimes have imposter syndrome like I've not done this before. Yeah, I don't know when that ever leaves. I don't think us. it does, does it? No. And maybe that's good. Maybe we just keeps us, you know, working hard and always mm. wanting to learn as long as we don't let it take over. I think what's good is when you get asked a question and you find yourself more often than not 
knowing, knowing you know the answer so and good. hearing yourself answering your own that was actually quite a good answer. I know the answer to that. Good on me. (laughs) (laughs) So that's happening more frequently. That's great. That's so good. So we should just like, I don't know, should we just break it all down? Like what is management? Yeah. Just start from the beginning of that because it's one of those elusive topics. As an artist, I know that it seems like kind of a badge of honour, like I've got a manager. Like, and when you haven't got one, it's like, oh, I need a manager. I need one. You don't know why you need one, but that seems like the next step to like, I think it's also to feel qualified as well. Like somebody else is wanting, wants to believe in me, believe in me enough to help me to move forward. But actually it's important to know what management is and what does it mean and how does it help you? Because it can be a knock if a management situation doesn't work and you kind of don't know why, you know, you can kind of turn inward and blame yourself or, Mm think that you're not good enough uh, not good enough of an artist so and also just to be empowered to you know know what that situation means and to be able to operate really um wisely and strategically when you do have a manager so that actually is the best situation for your career so I think um just before we talk about what a manager is I think the step back from that the, the question before is is when do you need a manager? Well, that is so um, and I think we've both got a lot to say on yeah. that because if I ask to do my take, but then um, because I do manage you, mm. maybe you can say why you decided at yeah. that point to ask me in a bit, bit about your experience before as well. But for me, um, it's really important to not get a manager too soon and to not get a manager when you don't need one and I'll, I'll tell you exactly why that is and just like Bianca said sometimes it can be seen as a badge of honour and mm. all of those things those are the wrong reasons. wrong reasons the right reasons are when you're just getting to a stage and a level when the management activities the admin the planning are taken away from you being an artist you're becoming overwhelmed with um the admin um, side and practical side and you're not having any room to be creative or to actually get on with actually being an artist that's a good indication that you need a manager perhaps when you feel like you've taken yourself as far as you can artistically and you need somebody to look at your career from an outside point of view and in an overall view who's perhaps um, close and passionate about it but has that measure of of detachment as well Um, and also when there's a degree of buzz when you've done Mm -hmm. as much work as you can possibly do uh, don't do your first single and go I need a manager now what are they going to do with that there's yeah. not much they could do with that. have enough of your story your journey and your music for a manager to be able to do something with it y- your that manager is going to want to have seen the work you've done to know that you've got a good work ethic that you're, you're going to put your work in you're not going to drop off um and also when I think when also when you're having conversations that may be negotiation conversations and with that actually those people would rather negotiate with somebody else other than you it's very hard for um a service or label or distribution or promotion or marketing to negotiate those terms and actually have those blunt conversations with the artist because they understand that it's very everything's very sensitive for us but actually to talk to somebody else that's a little bit um one step removed they can be very direct and they can have those negotiation conversations 
And that works both ways. For oh, you yeah. as the artist, I'm sometimes it's so awkward. Yeah. If you're not interested or it's awkward to say, well, I'm not doing it for this and that, or to ask for yeah. money or yes, to chase absolutely. things, to have somebody do that on your behalf. Or to turn stuff down. That, yes. You know, there's some things that say, gig, you, you want to turn it down for no other reason that actually this is not what I want to do right now. And you know that could be offensive to that person, but you're not trying to offend. It's just easier if someone else can have that conversation mm. and it not just come back to you like this this language that you use and this people just get offended with you and it's like no I'm not trying to hurt you I just don't want to just don't think that's right yeah yeah me right now so I guess that moves us into what does a manager do mm. then why why would you need one um a manager is a person who should manage your artistic career do you think that an artist can get a manager or should get a manager at the very start of their career no Mm. I don't I think that um, it's important that you've done some work as an artist yourself and you've experienced I think it's very difficult for a manager to manage an artist who doesn't know who they are yet as an artist and I think that takes time Mm. just uh, like we spoke about in our very first podcast knowing who you are as an artist is probably the most important thing and the chances are you may complete one two maybe three projects before you totally know who Mm. you are it doesn't mean that they that first project is invalid it just means it's part of your journey knowing what your sound is knowing what you want to say through your music knowing what your image is all of those things I think you need to know all of that before somebody can manage your career because how can they represent you Mm. to third parties if you don't know who you are and they can't really get their head around it unless I, I mean there obviously are people that just know they've got like such a sense of I suppose self and maybe their music and their sound is so unique and um, unique in a way that there isn't anything much out there that's similar that actually they could potentially be managed. Um, I mean, there are there are instances where it does work. I suppose it probably comes down to that like, the manager having really having your best interests at heart, especially at the beginning of your career, where you might not fully know, but they can see it. Mm. Um, I think it depends on the manager as well. I went to a a conference of managers and they had a a manager who'd been working for many, many years and had had all sorts of good and bad experiences. And his personal take was he only worked with artists who were under 19 or over 35. And I was like, that's really interesting. And when he went on to explain, he said he's only ever happy to work with people at the very start of their career who don't know who they are Mm -hmm. yet so he can mould it and help them grow into that or tell them what to do depending which way you want to see that or artists who have done a bit of life know who they are but he said that in between bit you get people arguing with you about things that they don't even haven't really sorted out themselves yet and he said that gave him the most headaches so much so that he literally had this cut and dry Mm. um, criteria which is not everybody's but that was his because as you say like trying to figure out who you are especially as an artist it's it can it's a very it can be a very emotional and winding journey that actually you should probably do that by yourself or with your band where you're figuring that out because to actually have someone who's trying to move you forward when you're trying to figure stuff out, that is a bit of a recipe for, for disaster. I mean, I kind of, my first management situation I think was similar and um, yeah, I was all in their business. Uh, there was good reason. I think he was a little bit dodgy, but <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, trying to 
be all in his business and wanting to know what was happening. And actually, I was really green as well. And I could have just left him to get on with his job mm. a bit more, but I didn't I didn't know that. And, and I would kind of push back a lot on things that I literally, you know what, with hindsight now, you, I didn't need to be pushing back on, you know, some of the decisions he wanted to make or the, you know, the types of conversations he was having or the people he was approaching in different ways. Um, as a caveat that he was a little bit dodgy, but I, am, I absolutely agree. I think that part where you're figuring yourself out, hmm. it's not the best time to I have think, a manager. I, mean, I don't know when, what age that is. It's not an age thing. No, I don't think it's an age thing. I think it's an experience thing. Hmm. And, and when you know that, I think... What you spoke about there leads in so which we will talk about a bit more in just a moment. But to me, the key ingredient with a management situation is trust. Absolutely. And if you trusted him, you'd have been probably okay Absolutely. to not 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 be asking him. Um, but in terms, and we'll, we will go into what makes mm. a good manager or what I think you should look for in a manager in just a moment. But coming back to um, what a manager does, then. Um, they should manage your career, mm. but you need to have a career to be managed to start right. with. So there's your your good indication of when you need one, if right. you've got a career. So to uh, answer your question, if you've started on your career and you want to help someone to develop that, you still need to have songs. You still need to know what you want to um, write about. You still need to know your sound and to be able to answer those questions. So you may even be 18 and at the start, mm. but you know who you are and where the direction you want to go in. Um, or alternative you've done that work and you've taken things as far as, as you feel you can on your own so a manager should help you to manage your career so that means they are the buffer between you and any negotiations like we spoke about they will send that email to say no mm-hmm. for you they will also be looking for opportunities for you they should be creating opportunities mm-hmm. for you uh, introducing you to into spaces that you can't get by yourself Um, They should be helping you to come up with a plan. And this is a a long-term plan. You don't want somebody who's just reacting to the buzz that's going on around Mm. you now. They should be able to bring ideas of what you're going to be doing in 18 months' time, 12 months' time. We often, you'll hear us talk with IMA about a 12 to 18-month plan, which we think is a real essential thing for an artist to have, to be thinking beyond your project, how the project will fit in with when you're going to be doing a tour. Literally today, um, B, we were talking about when you're going to next tour and this is going to be sometime next year and we're talking about it now and how that fits with your next project and all of those things it's so important to be having those long-term plans as well as the short-term ones Just a quick reminder that we have a growing library of really useful videos on our YouTube page, including interviews with artists and music industry insiders sharing their experience and expertise. Search IMA on YouTube or visit our website www.ima.co.uk. A manager is... Um probably um, the closest person to your career so you need to absolutely be able to trust them this doesn't mean that you all agree with them it Mm. really is that does not sound weird it's a little bit like a marriage like you're not going to just get married to just any old person Mm. that's a big decision and it's all built on trust and 
although you may argue yeah. in that marriage, yeah. you need to know ultimately. I know they've got my back. Got my ultimately, back. I care. know they wouldn't and do anything. And they're arguing because they care. Like they're, they, yes. they're passionate about this. They're yeah. passionate about um, the direction, um, and we need to. We're 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 knocking heads because we both care, and because we both care, we will come to a resolution. We will get to the other side. Mm. The the only bit where that the analogy falls down is. Um, and I like to remind artists of this is your manager works for you mm. and it's really important to know that because I've also spoken to many artists who have uh, ended up doing things they don't really want to do or mm. feeling like shoehorned in a certain mm. direction and sometimes I think um, artists need to trust their managers on something they come to a decision like I'm not sure I fully see this but I'm going to trust you mm. in this that's different from being made or forced to do something yeah. that you really disagree with mm. um, you tell your manager what you would want to achieve and they help you to do that Um, so the artist always has the final say Um, even I think a manager can have a very strong view they can even say I actually really disagree with that but ultimately if my artist said they wanted to do something Mm. I would need to support them in that I would be honest I wouldn't hide the fact of what I felt about it but it's their career that I'm managing yeah but there are different types of management um, in terms of approach, like there is, as you say, like you know, it can be that kind of partnership, and mm. um, and that the manager is helping you know the artist to move forward and come up with ideas for the future. But there are some um, types of management where um, it's like really day to day hands on. It's yes. like, okay, w- what am I wearing? And um, you know, I know I know people who have management that you know you know at the gig they're there and helping them what to wear and Mm. all the makeup and and you have to decide which if that's that's what what they want that's what that artist wants they want that and what and there's there are different types of managers in um in um the u.s it's very common to have two managers a general manager and a creative manager Mm -hmm. and um one will be a step back and sort of the overall creative picture Mm -hmm. and then the other one will be very much hands-on with the day-to-day and often the commission yes And um, or you may think of it as a business manager and a creative manager. Right. So one that will do all the admin, business, negotiation, mm-hmm. and one that will not really have anything to do with that, but they will have everything to do with the creative direction. Mm-hmm. And the commission will be split between the mm-hmm. two. We'll, we'll talk about commission in a minute as well. Um, but yes, it depends what kind of manager you want. In terms of the four artists that I manage, so um, I manage you, Bianca, mm-hmm. and um, because we were friends before, um, and you probably more than any artist I ever worked with knows who they are as an artist when Mm. you came to me I'd already known you as an artist and as your friend Mm. so I didn't have to develop you Mm. as an artist I support and help manage and develop your career Mm. Vanessa Ferrero who I also manage who's an indie folk artist she had had a very successful career composing and writing Mm. music so I knew she was very talented and very um um, able artistically and her songs were beautiful but it was completely new territory for her to be an artist so that was an interesting one because it was in a sense it was like an artist at the beginning of their yeah, career yeah. Um, but she was a seasoned artist she yeah. knew her music she's a musician, well. musician. Mm. but in terms of being an artist this was completely new so I was very much involved in the artistic direction mm. what she would wear at the photo shoot and yeah. the video shoot and all of those things um, Joshua Luke Smith who I manage um, had already run his own label he's mm. helped develop other artistic um, careers 
So again, he absolutely knew. I, I never have to be involved with Josh's songwriting or what he, he might write about. Um, but in terms of how he can, can take his music forward and the plans for us to do that and how to develop it and get it out there, I've been very, very involved with that. And then Governor B is a, that management setup. And it might be interesting to talk about that a little bit now is a co-management mm-hmm. setup because he's an artist who had done so well so and taken well. himself so far as an independent artist, hugely successful, yeah. making a comfortable living out of that. So when he came to me and asked me if I would work with him on his album project, I was kind of like, are you sure you need a manager? You're, <laughs> you're doing great. And it was really interesting for me. It was very humbling for him to ask me to do that and what he saw in me as a manager that he needed as an already successful independent artist. Yeah. And in his own words, he said he, he wanted somebody that he could... Um, Uh, throw his ideas around Mm. a a sounding board for his Mm. ideas he was very aware that he'd got to where he had got and he very much he's got a team around him there's a team of us but he understood that by having an outside point of view of somebody who could see that picture slightly detached and perhaps um, break his own glass ceilings in his own mind of how he's thought about himself as an artist Um, but also most of the artists I work with in the loveliest sense possible are control freaks (laughs) and in that sense it's that they know who they are it's in the 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 most positive way you can be a control freak in that they and it's it makes my job easier because I don't feel the weight of needing to come up with everything they know who they are and when they know who they are I'm like they say, here I am. I go, great, I know what to do with that. Yeah. And my skills are, I so get it, it's so mm-hmm. clear, that would work, that tour would work, mm-hmm. that person mm-hmm. would work. Mm-hmm. When an artist doesn't know who they are, I don't know what to do with you. So yeah. how's the your audience or your public or a publishers or, or a tour manager going to know what to do with you mm-hmm. if you don't and if I don't? When I get my artist, I find it so easy to come up with plans with them because I know where they would fit. Yeah. I know what venue yeah. would work for them. Yeah. So that's really helped that all the artists I work with absolutely have done their work on themselves as an artist. And then for me, I merely come alongside them and facilitate their ideas. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting with each one where I haven't muscled in on that they've trusted me with more and more control mm-hmm. um, and with more and more um, direction for them as that relationship of trust has grown yeah. and developed. Yeah. And that's been a really interesting journey, an unexpected one, but a great one. And that's when it's truly become a partnership. Yeah, yeah. that's so good. That's so good. I mean, as you say, it boils down to knowing who you are and actually knowing how you want to work. Um, how do you want somebody that is um, a part of the nitty gritties of your day-to-day um, music career? Do you want somebody to help you um, to choose your wardrobe and to help you to choose which songs to play at a gig and just literally to give you advice on everything? Um, or do you want to be able to make those decisions yourselves and you're like, okay, I'm good with the music, I'm good with this, um, but I would love you just to like, you know, help me strategically and admin-wise. I think as you say, knowing who you are is important and that takes time. Mm. And you can you could get someone a little bit too early, a manager a little bit too early, and then you are knocking heads because you don't know what you wanted out of that manager. Yeah. Um so just just feel kind of released to take that time. Um it's not it isn't isn't a badge of honor and it's it doesn't really matter if you've got a manager or not right now, it really matters that you know who you are and where you want to go. Mm, Absolutely. And I think that 
the honesty I couldn't mm. um, say any clear any clearer about how much that teamwork and that relationship of trust yeah. and that's on both sides Absolutely. is um, such a key um, have, you, you, have you had experiences I think you have I mean I already know like where as a manager not being able to trust um, an artist or having trust issues how's that how's that how did that affect you and how's that affected the way you work massively so it's funny because at the time it was awful and now I'm so pleased Mm. it happened and early on in my career as a manager and again I I often go to these management talks and training courses I'm constantly trying to learn the the things that I don't know and I remember going to one and uh, a guy who was on this panel when a young manager asked him oh what's the biggest advice that you would give to me he said oh just to let you know an artist will betray you or let you down this guy's like, what are you talk about? I trust this artist. I'm like, I absolutely know they're not. I've, you know, I've given this this person stayed at my house. I've done all this, and it's funny. Six months later, he bumped into and he went, "What you said was right," and that's not for you to be scared and go into. It. And it's a little bit like relationships, isn't it? When you go into, if you went into every relationship, go, this could go wrong. So therefore, I'm never going to have a relationship. Yeah. But somebody could let you down. You yeah. have to. That can happen. And it's such an amazing learning curve when that happens. So the very first artist that I worked with um, was an artist who was incredibly talented and I I really believed in their talent. Um, And I have to say, now looking at it, there was something that wasn't quite Mm. right and I couldn't put my finger on it. I didn't know what it was because on paper, this was probably going to be the artist that was going to make me most successful as a manager because I was absolutely sure that this artist was going to have success. All the things were there. Um, There was the interest there Mm. and all of that. Uh, Needless to say, um, very quickly, well, actually, it had gone past, we did have a trial period Mm. and we'll talk about the importance Mm. of that. I always think that's really important, but it had gone past the trial period and then we were just going to be starting to get a contract And um, it was put off and put off and put off. And I put an incredible amount of work in. There was a real buzz there. We had lots of, yeah, I put my own money Mm. in. Um, A lot more money than I could really afford. Mm. This is how much I believed in this project. Um, And all the right noises were being made. We had major labels, which is what this artist wanted, um, involved as well. And then, um, very suddenly, I began to feel like something wasn't right. And then I discovered that behind my back, this artist had been um, basically um, having meetings about uh, getting a different manager. Not only that, this other manager had promised all sorts of other things that would happen if they would jump ship. Um, And I was very promptly dropped Mm. Um, which was it felt like being dumped at the time it literally I'd put so much work in and needless to say the the true colours came out then I never did get the money Mm. back that I'd invested in Um, and it was painful at the time and if probably the biggest thing that was hurt was my pride Mm. Um, but what I learned out of that was for me as a manager to always listen to my gut reaction for me Um, yes, I want every one of my artists to be successful. I'm not going to work with someone I don't think is talented or I don't think could have success. But for me, I need to have a heart connection with every artist. I need to know that I get their music Mm. and that 
that I so believe in who they are and where they want to get to. And I didn't have that with this mm. artist. I, they were incredibly talented. I really believed in their talent. But in terms of that heart connection of being on the same page and understanding mm. their vision and what they want to achieve, that wasn't there, I had to admit. Mm. That. And I could only fully admit that after it had yeah, gone wrong. Right, yeah. The trust not being there, the communication and the transparency should have all been indicators as well. Mm. But the fact that that happened in my first year of management, I, I call it a blessing now, yeah. because I have all those checklists I have for when I say yes to an artist. And like I say, I've got four artists now who I absolutely feel the same way about. All four artists, incredibly different from one another. But all of them, I get their passion, I get their vision, and, and I feel like it's my own vision yeah. um, with all of them. So that was really important mm. to learn, being let down on that, to know why you want to work with someone. Yeah. And that answer, it is always about success, but again, um, success isn't always about money and numbers and, and big deals. For more great content from IMA, find us on social media at We Are IMA. Check out our Spotify playlist for new music from independent artists. Search We Love Independent Music. And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list where you'll receive a free 10-day guide especially designed to inspire and equip independent music artists with some really useful, practical and inspirational resources. Sign up at www.ima.co.uk Okay.